0: 205 Live, episode 122, WrestleMania season is truly among us, we all can feel it, we're all anticipating the show, even if you say you're not excited for it, Uh, open up the show with a six-man tag that I've uh, been thinking about since last week, it's the Lucha House Party taking on the Submission Commission, gentlemen Jack Gallagher and Drew Gulak, along with... Newcomer to the 205 Live roster, Umberto Carrillo. I've enjoyed watching Umberto and his in ring capability for uh some weeks now. It's been it's been refreshing to see, you know, a semi-new face, but you know, newer offense and you know the ability to go in there and tell a cool story. You know his uh his attack pattern is more so, you know, from the agility standpoint, like I really enjoy just seeing him in there like a, he's like a firecracker, you know, you never know when he's going to be in there, but he's in there and he always looks, he's flashy, you know, it's just, it's nice to see somebody that really attempts to master uh, that form of offense, so He was in there with the submission commission, and they were taking on the Lucha House Party. And, you know, Lucha House Party was, of course, coming with their offense. It was a fairly fast-paced match. But then they all started to fatigue, but not because of their own, you know, like, shortcomings as athletes. It's because they were both facing off against a respectable team. So both, you know, sides were really going at it. Eventually, uh, well, it was moments in the match where Umberto was uh, going for some high spots, going for some, you know, flashy offense, and uh, you know, Drew Gulak was trying to coach him and tell him no. This led this was excuse me, this basically led to the end of the match where uh, he was going for a moonsaw, Umberto, Drew Gulak called him down from the top rope, told him no, don't do that. I told you about that distraction, distracted him for long enough for Kalisto to run in and get a Salita del Sol where he ran off of the ropes and off of Drew Gulags like face chest head area really really good well well placed spot and it went over really well so that was the one two three on Umberto. You know, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Nice little fun story that was told. And it actually says that, you know, Gentleman Jack Gallagher's safe and sound feet on the ground mantra. You know, that ideology is, uh, you know, being taken into account when it comes to, you know, how to make 205 Live that much more entertaining. So I enjoyed that. That was fun. I got a, you know, backstage segment with... uh, Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis the power of love and uh, it was it was alright, you know, they were essentially celebrating their win from last week, ready to finally uh, well, ready to continue uh, putting themselves on the map making themselves look good in uh, the general manager's eyes but not only him and the higher ups, but oh, even us in the WWE Universe. I... I, you know, I, I respect them. I like the character that he's building, and I, I enjoy uh, him and Maria Canellas. You know, it's no nobody more than the other. It's just they both really fit well together. So, as they continue to grow, uh, general, well, you know, as a heel couple, you know, talking down on the general manager and such like that, it leads into. Uh, Drake Maverick telling him that he shouldn't need his wife to be able to pick up victory or aid him in picking up victories. And next week you're going to have a rematch uh, against Akira Tozawa I guess for uh, respectable rights. We might be able to get a nice little rivalry out of these two. You never know if uh, is able to pick up a victory. I think that'd be one and one. I could be wrong, but we might have something nice on our hands with those two. So Uh, i'm glad to see that uh getting some uh, excuse me i'm glad to see both of these superstars getting some traction and having something to do or as far as the main roster is concerned so uh that was cool moving on to the next one we had the main event with cedric alexander taking on um excuse me who did he take on Give me a moment. I have to think about that one. Uh, that was a little while ago because the story was mainly Oni Lorkin. But so, well, as I, I uh, you know, uh, remember how that was all happening, I know that Maria Canellis next week is going to be, uh, she's going to have, you know, she's going to be watching this back, but she can't really, you know, try to interfere too much in the match because uh, the Brian Kendrick is going to be you know, on standby and good to go, so I don't, you know, men can't really put hands on women, but he could distract her distraction so we could get a little bit more of a fair matchup and everyone gets on TV, right? So I think we're really going to get a good, uh, really, really good storyline out of these two, well, four. So let's see how it all plays out. Cedric Alexander took on Divari. I forgot because we haven't really seen Divari in ring in some weeks. We've seen backstage video packages. We've seen, you know, other things regarding Aria Daivari. But now, you know, he's definitely back in the ring. He's angry. He doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to seem like he's not working for anybody but himself. So it was a good look to, you know, see him get in there with said they both had a cool match. Devari hits hard, said hits hard. The match looked like said was hitting a little harder after a while. And when he was uh, getting ready to, I guess, start closing in on a victory one, momentum was on his side. He uh, was outside of the ring getting his bearings, I believe. And well, only Larkin, new NXT uh, shift over, you know, was uh, outside at commentary. You could tell he was still upset. I guess that's what the story was. He was upset that Cedric Alexander was able to defeat him in the tournament. So now he's, uh, well, now Lorcan is on, you know, the 205 Live roster officially, says the general manager on uh, the social media platforms. But he's outside and he's, I guess, scouting Alexander's movements and such like that. And he wants to see just how good he really is. So I guess he could eventually take him down. Hey, going about this in the heel fashion, I I kind of respect it. It looks to me that only lurking from a from a storyline standpoint is just a bit salty that he lost. If I would honestly give him maybe one win, but after that, I think Seth is gonna have him scouted because we all know that Cedric Alexander has proven time and time again that you can't count out the soul. Of 205 live, nor can you really look at him out. He's a staple. He's a staple. So we'll see how uh, Oni Lorcan. Well, we'll see as we progress. But either way, the end of the match came about by way of Cedric getting his barons and uh, swiping Oni Lorcan's jacket off of the announce table. These things were uh, you know you could tell it was unintentional. I'd say it like that. Uh, said definitely swiped the you know jacket off of the table and only lurking through a huge fit this distracted set long enough for Davari to get the victory and you know then we had a, it was a beat down for the end of the show. I think Cedric is uh, aware of exactly what to do now and we'll just see how next week shapes up for him on 205 live we might just get a match but it's going to be up to general manager drake maverick all in all cool episode we got our tony knees buddy murphy match set up in mania for the cruiserweight championship streaming live on the wwe network i can't wait for it that was 205 Live. It's, it's the most exciting hour of television, but it almost sucks that it's only an hour long. But it does really give importance to the matches. So I enjoyed this episode. I will catch you guys next week for Raw. So see you then. Be good. I'll at y'all later.